0: Hello guys, hope you are well. Welcome back to the Ben E Fit Podcast, bringing you everything you need to know about living your best life. And today's episode is a really interesting one, one that I I hope I hope you're going to find you know very very beneficial. And I want to just chat through a little bit about the the benefits, the pitfalls, the pros, the cons, the goods, the bads, the uglies, the common mistakes all around tracking food. Now, tracking food is something that I think has huge, huge value, and, and, and there's many, many different ways of going about tracking too. I am typically talking about using an app-based system for tracking, something like MyFitnessPal, Chronometer, various other apps are available, but in general, like the, the, these are the kind of apps that people use when they try and track food, and you know you, you're going to your starting point is going to be getting some calories and macros calculated. Now, most of those apps that you use for tracking aren't very good for those calculations. So probably the first mistake that I see is using those apps for the purpose of for the purpose of calculating your your targets, calculating your calorie and macro targets. I would always advise doing that within, you know, a, a much better online calculator, something like TDEE calculator, um, or if you know if you google like Harris Benedict equation, that'll give you some some pretty decent estimates as well. So once you've got those numbers, once you've plugged those numbers in, then obviously you've got various different ways again to go about tracking um, and you know some of the the, the good things about the apps are although I think it's starting to become more of a paid for thing a lot of them have a vast amount of data in and a lot of them will also allow you to just scan a barcode so you know in terms of like saving time being able to just scan barcodes on food super super useful however the other pitfall potential pitfall there is that the data within these apps is often user input Now, what that means is it's also subject to human error. So just be aware, you know, if you're going to use a predefined something, and and the reason I say that's because if if, if you literally typed into one of those apps, chicken breast, you probably get hundreds and hundreds of different options for chicken breast. Whichever one you pick, just make sure that the macros that are the calories and macros that are recorded within that selection are accurate like double check them back to the packaging make sure that they're you know that they're what they should be because they don't have to have everything input you know someone could have scanned a barcode and then just made up a load of calories and macros that thing is then in there as something for you to select so be aware obviously of the potential that the data is is a little bit um you know ha- has the potential to be subject to human error benefits again like you know being able to have that flexibility being able to have that bit of variety being able to just eat foods that you wish to eat and you know aiming for particular targets can provide variety and it, it can also build up a really good sort of foundational knowledge of of food like an awareness of food because Again, like a lot of people will go through periods of time, even the whole of their life and not really understand the the nutritional values of food. And and again, that's not necessarily bad, that's not necessarily wrong, but if you're somebody who is a bit more aware, has certain physique goals, wants to make some changes, it often that starts with awareness. So you simply having an awareness of food is going to be a big big benefit and tracking stuff can definitely do that. Um you know so a, a lot of people will, will cite as a, a potential pitfall for tracking like the the potential to almost become quite obsessed by it. Um and and you know I I understand that to a point. I think if you're sort of getting to that stage with it then obviously there there needs to be a you know like a, a reassessment of of potentially like why that's occurring because it's often n- not not so much like the thing itself like if you actually objectively look at tracking food it's it's just a set of data um but what often happens is people attach emotion to things and attach happiness to outcomes so actually it might be worth going back to you know some of those those more deeper rooted feelings and thoughts towards like the goals and then and the progress and, and that kind of thing rather than necessarily just blaming the use of the app because you could stop using the app you could stop tracking and it might not change anything you know and, and, and it could even make things worse because you stop tracking you stop like having that awareness and that might lead to you know you you gaining weight and then that in itself is going to make you unhappy so Often I think it's not so much the the thing itself, it's it's something that's a bit deeper rooted and, and I would always encourage if you are, you know, feeling like tracking is becoming a bit of an obsession, if it's becoming something that's really impacting your emotions, then taking a step back and speaking to someone about that is, is something that I would certainly recommend you do. One of the other, like, tips I would give when you are tracking food is track in advance as much as possible. Now, the reason I say this is because it's quite easy to forget or or even intentionally misreport if um, if you're trying to do things retrospectively. If you're trying to look back and remember and recall the food you had the previous day earlier that day last week you're much much more likely to make mistakes with that recall and miss things off and then you know reach a point where you might be getting really frustrated because you think and according to the data you've been absolutely spot on but what you haven't necessarily been recording is you know that that spoonful of sugar that you've been putting in your tea three times a day the biscuit that you've been having with that cup of sugary tea three times a day you know it's it's very easy to to not record certain things and obviously that's going to present you with an inaccurate set of data on which to analyze the other advantage of tracking in advance is that it can actually help you to stay on track because if you are better prepared and you're better planned you're far more likely than to stick to that plan so Again, for example, like you could spend five minutes like the night before, planning out the next day's food. You know, what what have you got for breakfast, lunch and dinner? What room does that give you for like snacks in between? You know, and, and all of these things can really, really help to just set you up for that next day. You know, or you do it first thing in the morning for the rest of the day, like while you're sitting eating that breakfast, get that logged in, think about how the rest of the day is planned, like have you prepared food for lunch and dinner? get those things popped in there. And and again, you know, it gives you that ability to just plan ahead and, and you know, make sure that you're just much more likely to then stick to what's there rather than winging it a little bit, um, you know, going a bit off plan, getting a bit confused by stuff and and ultimately j- just finding that you're getting a little bit frustrated with, you know, possibly going around in circles. So, you know, a few, a few things there just to have a think about, um, and, and the other thing as well, like tracking, tracking isn't necessarily something that you have to do forever. Um And, and this is, again, I think uh, something that can get a little bit miss sort of, I guess, mis- misspoken about because w- within the communities who are very anti-tracking, there's probably a lot of the talk that comes from them is around the obsessive nature of it, the the lack of it, like, the lack of it being a real lifestyle. Um, I think, you know, while again to an extent I understand where the argument's coming from, I, I think for the right kind of person, it can actually be a very, very sustainable way of life. Like to just have that awareness because you like to have that plan in that preparation, you like that data. I think it can actually be really, really beneficial. But even if it's not something that you wanna do forever, I still think there are benefits from time to time of of spending a day or a few days or a week tracking because it's also very easy to go a little bit off track. Like you, you, you might have tracked, for example, for like three to six months, you, your intuition, your awareness of food, your ability to eyeball portion sizes is going to be pretty good by that point. You know, the more attention you're paying to stuff, then you're going to build up a greater awareness of it, and that might mean that you know you do that for say three six months to achieve a particular goal, and you might then you might want to then be a bit more intuitive for a while, just to see how you get on. You might then go three six months where you're not tracking, and things might have started to change. You might not be happy with progress that's being made. And it could very, very easily be that your your intuition or your ability to eyeball has just got slightly skewed. So spending a day, a few days a week, just like retuning that can be incredibly beneficial. Um, so I I think you know that there are a lot of pros, there are a lot of cons, there are a lot of benefits, there are a lot of potential sort of mistakes and pitfalls to fall into. I've just highlighted a few of those. Um, know if you've got any questions around tracking or whether it's the right approach for you because it's also not the only approach that you can take um you know like i say it it works for certain people other people might like much more structure to stuff so for them like more like a a sort of meal plan like a structured guideline to how to to foods to eat and that kind of stuff for some people that can work much much better you've also got things just like almost using like sizes of stuff as portions like whether that's like Tupperwares whether that's plates whether that's using something like your hand as a way to estimate the size of a portion all of these kind of things are again like they're they're legitimate methods that you can use but it's just about finding the right thing for you because as hopefully you know by now because I speak about it often consistency is always always going to be the thing that's going to pay dividends in the long run so finding something that you enjoy finding something that works for you and finding something that you can be consistent with that is where progress and that is where results are going to come from so have a listen to this like let me know if you've got any questions it's not the only approach but it might be something worth trying um and yeah any questions at all give us a shout and i look forward to catching up with you in the next one Thanks, guys.